Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good morning and welcome back to Flip the Switch on Life. I'm so excited to just be here recording and doing the thing because every time I hop on the mic, like I've just been so excited uh, to chat with all of you. And um, today's episode kind of just came to me. I was going to go deeper into something, but I think I'm going to save that for another time. And today I just wanted to keep it simple, quick. Um, and something that I felt like was so needed and desired. And it's how to shift your state of being in just five minutes. And I felt like this is such a good one because we're often faced with so many obstacles and challenges all throughout the day, right? Like we have this whole plan in our mind, whether that's like getting to work on time or whether that's um, like having a launch go exactly the way that you want it. There's so many instances where we are just unexpectedly sometimes hit with news or like physical challenges, right? And so I feel like this was such a good one because it's going to help you shift your state of being and take back control because what happens is that when we get out of control, more so when we start to react over respond. So when we're again, like we have this goal of getting to our destination on time, or we have this goal of launching our course in this exact way and all of these amount of people signing up or literally even having a conversation with somebody, you, you always like unconsciously have a plan in your mind of how it's going to go. And then usually something happens. (laughs) I mean, nothing ever goes perfect. Nothing ever goes as planned. And so the best way that we can start preparing for the unexpected is really taking back control of what we can control, which is ourselves. So let's dive right in. All right. So shifting your state of being in five minutes. So I have a five-step plan for you that I'm going to share that has been so helpful for me anytime I get bad news or anytime, again, things don't go all as planned. And the first thing that you need to do is step one is acknowledge where you are. And this sometimes can be the hardest part because to me, it's a muscle that just needs to be flexed and used. Everything in our brain can be rewired. Everything, all our habits can be rewired. We can change our habits, but it's got to be a muscle that we have to flex. It's like going to the gym, you know, like you're trying to build muscle in your shoulders. Well, one session isn't going to build the muscle. Over time, you're going to build the muscle, right? And it's creating that muscle memory and that new habit to go to the gym. 
Same thing with your brain. I literally want you to think about your brain as a, well, it is a muscle, but think about it as a muscle in the same context of if I'm trying to change my state of being, I have to put conscious effort into changing my state of being. So with that being said, the first step is acknowledging where you are, acknowledging what is going on in your life or what just happened. Um, recently, I will share, I I actually cracked one of my crowns in my, in my mouth and I thought it'd be a quick fix. You know, I really had that whole idea in my brain. I go to the dentist and I come to realize that I'm going to have to get my tooth extracted and you know, maybe get a dental implant, all these different things, right? I wasn't prepared to hear the news. So the first thing that I could have done was broke down and cry or freak out, but I was acknowledging my state of saying, oof, okay, I feel out of control. I feel out of control of this situation of the outcome. What can I control is how I respond versus react. And so that's a big one too to realize is, responding over reacting is very different. Reaction is just an automatic sense of impact that you are utilizing and that you are expressing, I should say. And so this happens a lot of the times with our unconscious patterns, right? When we're triggered by something, we sometimes just react. And so I'm really inviting you to even do a little journal exercise here, little little wisdom nugget here to help acknowledge when you are being triggered. And again, there's going to be so many instances where we have a whole trajectory of something, a whole plan of something, and it just doesn't go our way. And the best way that we can plan for those is to really create a sense of surrender, a sense of neutrality. And the way that we start doing that is acknowledging the parts of ourself that are triggered. How do we get triggered? What does trigger us, right? Like maybe it is like, like for me, I will be honest, I get road rage and I, <laughs> I don't get it as bad as I used to, but that used to really bother me because it was like I had this path that I had this goal of getting to my destination and then something comes in my way or something or someone cuts me off and it just really irates me. And so what I used to do is I used to like really acknowledge, okay, like where is this coming from? It's coming from this desire of, of having things a certain way, being in control and acknowledging that I have to surrender to the natural causes of certain things. And so when I started to kind of dive deeper into road rage, for example, I started to lessen the desire to react because really at the end of the day, when we react, the only person we're hurting is ourself. Um, and also, I just don't want to cuss anybody out anymore because life happens and maybe they were in a bad mood. So first step is acknowledging your state, acknowledging where you are in this moment. Are you stressed? Are you angry? Are you upset? Are you overwhelmed? And take yourself out of that situation. So step two is deciding to respond over react. Some people have have an uncontrollable, um, what it feels like uncontrollable reaction to certain things. And then there's other people who have learned to flex the muscle that they can take themselves out of the situation or not even take themselves out of the situation, but decide and shift into the response. And to me, I feel deep in my heart, every single person can get to this place of response, no matter who you are. 
But again, it's got to be a muscle that's flexed. And we have to first create the awareness, create the acknowledgement of what triggers us and how we normally react when we get bad news or normally react when things don't go our way. And so once we acknowledge that, when those situations arise, we're more likely to already have that implanted awareness to then decide to respond. So what does it mean to respond? Responding is more of a sense of thinking about your action or behavior before you decide to speak on it or act on it. And so when we actually take the time to step away from the situation, whether that's figuratively or literally stepping away, we have time to cool down. We have time to process what we're feeling because a lot of the times when we are in these really frantic states of of mind we say things sometimes we don't mean or we react from a projection of what we're actually feeling inside right all these different scenarios I'm sure we all can acknowledge we've we've reacted to certain things or people or or situations when we really just needed some time to process and so the thing that's been helpful for me is that if you don't have anything nice to say Right now, don't say anything at all. (laughs) And I know that goes back to like grade school and kindergarten. But truthfully, if you don't know, if if you're filled, if you're filled with so much anger or uncertainty or overwhelm, take yourself out of the situation and say, excuse yourself and process. That is automatically going to shift your state of being because you're taking yourself out of that hostile situation and going to allow yourself to shift. Now, if you're saying, Jess, well, what if I'm on the road and I have road rage? You can't literally take yourself out of the car, but you can come back to number three, which is choice, choosing. What can I do about this situation? How can I come back to a sense of calm, a sense of level-headedness, even neutrality, surrender, right? So that comes to number three is choice. You, we have to realize that everything we do is a choice. Everything we say is a choice. You have the free will to choose how you respond to choose how you deliver news, to choose how you want to show up. We can't choose what life has in store for us sometimes. We can't choose how other people respond or react to ourselves and what we say and how we behave, but we can choose what we do and what feels good for us. So... I feel like just even acknowledging that we have a choice and acknowledging like and shifting your verbiage within yourself of saying I'm choosing this state of being, I'm choosing to react this way is going to dramatically put you back into responsibility of saying, okay, how is this serving me? How is this response serving me? And me choosing to be angry right now, me choosing to not accept the truth, me choosing it really shifts a lot. It really shifts the perspective and it, and it puts you back into responsibility because the thing is, is what happens is that when we respond in these ways that don't feel good or we show up to conversations and we're like, oh, I wish I didn't say that, whatever that is, it's because sometimes it doesn't really feel like ourselves or we're so deeply triggered that we're, we go into a survival mode, we go into like fight or flight and then that challenges us to really acknowledge what we're actually feeling inside. 
And sometimes we need to process what we feel before we actually speak about it, right? So when we put ourselves into self-responsibility of choice, it really allows us to shift the narrative and it allows us to really think about how we want to show up. How, what can we do about this? How can I choose to respond? Number four, once you choose about what you can do in this situation, this predicament, number four is come to your breath. Oh, your breath is a tool, you all. Your breath is a sacred tool. Breath work isn't just for doing deep healing. It is so beautiful for that. But there's also so many different types of breath work that can just put you back into alkaline. It can put you back into a natural homeostasis state. And I think we can all agree. (laughs) When we are neutral, when we are calm, we're more level-headed and we can think clearer on what we can decide to move forward with. Right? You guys with me with this? So whether you're in the car, whether you just got some bad news, whether you're, you know, moving through with a hard conversation, whatever that is, you can come back to your breath. And I'm going to share two breath work, um, breath works with you. So either pause this and write this down or save this part and write this down when you have the space. Um, so the first one is a restorative breath work. So it's going to be a five second inhale through your nose and then five second inhale through or exhale, I'm sorry, through your mouth. So it's going to sound like this. Hold at the top and then exhale. And I want you to repeat that cycle, five seconds, inhale, five seconds, exhale, literally as long as you need. I notice for about one to two minutes of doing this breath work, I am completely calm for the most part. (laughs) And another um, breath work technique that you can do is more of a somatic breath work technique. Um, This would not be recommended if you're driving because I really would recommend you closing your eyes. So if you're sitting, um, again, or even like if you're in a situation, take yourself out of that situation, come back to this breath work. This is more for like a nervous system regulation, which both of these breath works will regulate the nervous system and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest, which is what we want to be in most of the day. Um... So this one is you're going to take a deep inhale through your belly from your nose. And while you're inhaling, I want you to think about something positive at the top, like an affirmation. So for example, maybe it could be it is safe to release this anger. It is safe to let go of this feeling. It is safe to be present with my emotion in my body, right? Something that you're affirming, something that you're giving yourself permission for. And then you're going to exhale through your mouth. And I want you to say I something that you're releasing. So something I release control over X. I release this energy of my body. I release the need to be in control all the time right? Something in that regard is going to help, again, get yourself back into a restful state, but it's also going to allow you to drop into safety into your body. 
So this is really fantastic for any time you are about to um, go through a hard conversation or if you are about to um, maybe do something like nerve-wracking, for example, maybe deliver a presentation or maybe you're about to, maybe you just got some news or you're grieving or processing something. This is such a great breath work for that. Um, And then... You're going to repeat that for about 10 rounds. So again, do this not driving because I really recommend getting into your body, closing your eyes. And then once you've repeated all four of these steps, you're going to go into step five, which is action, action plan. What do I, now that I have all this awareness, I have all these tools, I have the acknowledgement, I have, I'm deciding to respond. I'm choosing what I want to do and how I want to show up. I'm coming back to my breath and calming my nervous system down. Number five. What do I want to do? How do I want to process this? Do I need some space? Do I need to talk to a friend or a therapist or a coach? How do I want to move forward for my highest and greatest good? Always, again, you're putting yourself into a place of self-responsibility. What is going to be the best next step, like literal next step for you? Like as soon as you open your eyes from your breath work, what is the next step for you? And when you can start taking that time to really honor what you need and how you like to process, what you need to make yourself feel safe in this situation and safe in your body to really digest whatever this is for you, then you'll be in a neutral place and you'll be able to move forward with whatever this is. So this 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 five-step action plan could literally be used for anything to shift your state out of like fight or flight into the rest and digest neutral state of surrendering, of accepting what is. And honestly, everyone, like practice. Practice flexing the muscle of choosing to respond or react decide that that's what I'm going to do every day every time I get some news every time I have to do something hard or every time my plan doesn't go always the way that I want it to how do I get to show up to this situation how do I get to show up in my life how do I still show myself that it's going to be okay even though if right now I'm not feeling okay so important and it will be such a life changer once you anchor into this concept of you get to choose you get to decide and use the tools that you have your breath your body your touch your nervous system down regulation those things will dramatically shift your physiology and you will be able to tackle whatever it is challenging, either whether it's super small or really big. So I hope that this episode was really impactful for you and keep these, write them down, literally have it by your bedside, in your car, in your purse, wherever that is. And I guarantee you doing these states, you doing these steps Back to back, within five minutes, you are going to drastically shift how you think, how you feel, and what that next step forward for you will be best. So until then, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, 
please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you wanna learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week. 